0: Hey there, I'm Ashley and this is New Day with Ashley. If you're looking for inspiration to make a difference and create lasting impact, then you're in the right place. Get ready to be encouraged by the stories of my guests who have taken risks, overcome challenges, and created opportunities. It's time to make the most of your new day. Happiness is contagious and my guest today brings so much joy. It's evident from the moment you meet them, they're the kind of people that truly make an impact. Faith-filled risk-takers Mike Hull and Stephen Abbott are pastors at True North Church. They believe in a greater vision for the church, and their mission is leading the way of impacting the community where we live, work, and play. Welcome, guys. Um, Mike and Stephen, it's so fun to have you guys here from True North Church. And yeah, you guys are just... Full of so much energy. Oh. Always. <laughs> we had a good time. I, I do love that I did not get the memo on the gray shirt. I really wish I would have. Um, uh, it's a special day. We don't, we don't even know how it happened. <laughs> but it's cute. Thank I you, really like you. it. Yeah, no <laughs> That's what we were going for, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. But um like first off, you know, tell me like Okay. Yes. Mike is a pastor. Steven's yeah. a pastor, yeah. but who is Mike? Who hmm. is Steven? Hmm. <laughs> is man.
1: that a loaded okay. question? No, it's good. Yeah. yeah.
2: I feel like I'm a Nacho libre here.
1: Like, <laughs> Nacho! Is it, because, is it because of the white jeans? Yes. The white stretchy they pants? They are fantastic. Stretchy pants, yes. They, these aren't stretchy. And men? I wish they were stretchy. <laughs> They're beautiful though. So, uh, man, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad, I'm a husband. Um, I'm a former college athlete. Um, I'm, uh, a dude who wrestled with, uh, called a ministry for a long time and felt like, uh, there's a lot of good I could do in the world, um, outside of the church. And, uh, the, the journey that I've been on with Jesus has, um, shaped me to, I know what my calling is, you know, and the tagline of our church is faith faithful risk takers and that has that. that has come to define uh myself and and Stephen for sure you know like our our friendship our relationship um you know and uh yeah and and in all those things i just said i'm i'm friends with this dude sitting next to me uh for the last 15 years and that's been uh one of the big foundations of what we we built or are building so right. yeah who are you Yeah, They're handsome? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yes. <laughs>
2: a little daffer Dan. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah, well, I share some of the same characteristics. Mm-hmm. I'm a husband. Uh, Stephanie and I have been married for 23 years. And uh, oh. we have four kids. Yeah. So I'm also a father. Yeah. And uh, all both of those things are adventures of their own. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of things in that. And so... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've been a pastor uh, for since I was about 30, 31, uh, so about 15 years total. Um, bef- mm-hmm. Before I was paid as a pastor, I was doing pastoral things, uh, sometimes without even knowing it. God was teaching me about how to build relationships and how to help people spiritually and a variety of things like that, even before I had really said yes to the call to ministry, and so um, I also wrestled. Uh, With being a pastor, it was like the last thing on my list that I wanted to, (laughs) thought I would ever do, you know, and so I had several other things that I had thought were Mm going to be the right path for me. And God just kept tapping me on the shoulder and saying, hey, I I want you to do this. And for a long while, I resisted that and then finally said, yes, like if you blaze the trail, I'll walk the path. And uh, that that meant moving across the country at that point that meant a lot of things for me and Stephanie and our family, but um, it also like set a whole new trajectory for us as well, and it's been a pretty amazing adventure yeah. uh, mm. traveling around the country, uh, pastoring and just helping people uh, wherever they're at on yeah. that journey with God. Yep. and so
0: And you guys have kind of gotten to do some of that together.:
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. A good part of it. So, yeah, uh, 2009, my family uh, moved from California to Denver, and I uh, joined the staff at the church that Stephen was the young adult pastor, and I was the youth pastor. And we started doing mission trips together and trying to combine ministry. Probably my favorite story, okay? And (laughs) and you might have heard this one, but uh, we took a mission trip to Costa Rica, okay? And uh, we took 68 kids uh, and adults on that trip got down there and i wasn't feeling good and turns out that i needed an appendectomy right right and this guy was on the trip <laughs> and took over and built a pole barn in the middle of the jungle we did that was amazing had to yeah. actually pour the concrete mix the concrete in a wheelbar- wheelbarrow i can't talk for some reason <laughs> and, and and go build a 40 by 50 pad we uh yeah it was incredible And. Got back from having surgery, and we baptized forty kids in the pool, and uh, then got on a plane and came home. And it was uh, it was wow. that was a <laughs> wild. That... <laughs>
2: yeah. I saw the biggest spider I've ever seen in my life yeah. <laughs> in Costa Rica. So yeah, <laughs> man.
1: So yeah, so those were bonding moments. Yeah, you know, like just sure. really solidified our friendship. And and we also did a masters together and. Uh, Kristen and I actually bought a house, seven houses from Stephen and Steph, and we didn't have kids at the time. So the routine was get home from work, come down, help prepare dinner, get all the kiddos to bed. We would do homework. The girls would hang out and do. I think I did do, video whatever. games. <laughs> oh, Kristen and Stephanie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so our amazing wives who make us much better men. Uh, <laughs> yes. Man, we would be lost without them. I'm so so true. Sure. So. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, they would hang out, and we would work on homework, and then uh at the end of the night, we play a little xbox, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, just a little uh, you know, uh so yeah, that and and true North church, really, the origins of what is now what we're doing was started in those conversations, absolutely, and um you know part of our story, actually, is after Denver, I went and led a church, and Stephen went and led a church and uh we both got to a point. Um, Stephen actually had a heart attack. I had chronic pneumonia and had shingles on my face, and mm-hmm. my son was about to be born. And uh, we said, if this is what doing ministry apart is, or doing it on our own, that's not what God called us to. Oh. And to do it as a team, mm-hmm. um, to to have each other's backs, and then be able to build a culture that's healthy uh, is it's what yeah, that's we our want. Passion. Yeah, that's we want to give our lives to that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go no, ahead.
2: No, no, that's, I'm just affirming. Yeah. That's absolutely, w- yep. the separation was, uh, there's some people that are built for hmm. kind of that, uh, some of those lone missions, those solo kinds of yep. uh, endeavors, and we're built for family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how. Well, community. Yeah. yeah right? Totally. Community. And we believe most people in the world, are. if not everybody, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Needs for sure. other people in their lives, yeah. for sure. And so, we want to build a community that's healthy, yeah, on a lot of levels. Um, yeah. We don't just want to be speaking purely to what people might think of as spiritual or theological or Ooh. doctrine or those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we want the whole person to be well, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. we talk a lot about physical health, emotional health, spiritual, spiritual health, health, financial health, and a variety of yeah. those things. Not only like on Sundays when uh, you would hear a message or those kind of things, but uh, in different mm. meetings that we have or different ministries that we're endeavoring to to build uh like that's all of those pieces are really yeah. valuable because well, yeah God you've you've made brought counseling yes. in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: even yeah. which is like a huge mm-hmm. need i yeah. think there's like waiting lists totally. across yeah. the area Yep. yeah people. right off
2: the bat we knew counseling was one of the first pieces that we wanted to bring into play mm-hmm. yeah. because mental health is such a serious issue it's huge across the board mm-hmm. in our yeah. uh, country and around the world per, for sure and so uh, we wanted to be able to address some of those needs. Mm-hmm. So, so
0: here yeah. I see these these two guys wearing you know matching shirts, <laughs> and um, they're venturing across you know, and here they are in Fargo. Yeah. No, um, yep. All jokes aside, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but faith-filled risk-takers, yeah. you know, like that really yeah. resonates. Of yep. like, so yeah. both of you, you're, yeah. um, you know, you could do, you know, go far, but yeah. go further together. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then taking this risk yeah. and true north church was born
1: right Yep.
0: and i huh. mean there's there's more to it even yeah. you know just yep. i know more of the story and just how so many things like yeah. this is incredible yeah um but yeah what was that mm. um i mean yeah september yeah. was the launch mm-hmm. of 2021 yeah so yeah still a baby church One oh, hundred 40
2: weeks old yeah 40 so, weeks old
0: yeah and you know across the country we see like mm. a decline in church attendance yeah and here this is like not the case and i feel like even after covid yeah. like people returning are like oh i can watch online
1: right mm-hmm. right our culture has shifted. and
0: and yeah yeah that's convenient now yep. but true our church is mm. something different so tell us a little bit like yeah. what's so different mm. What's the secret sauce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: you know, I, I think we've been working on—we call it the elevator pitch, right? So, okay, um,
0: I'm ready. No, right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, <laughs> no.
1: You know, I think our three priorities are: we want to see people's lives in Fargo, Moorhead radically change for the better, right? Uh, we believe that happens through growing a deep relationship with Jesus. By growing roots in a community and having people around you to support you on the journey. And you kind of reference it, but the old African proverb is, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with others. Mm. And we believe that God is... Sounds way better when you say it. No, no, (laughs) no. No, but like God has called us to go together. Like that's, I mean, it's so clear in the book of Ephesians. Like that's exactly his plan and his intent is that we are to be quick at mending fences. We're to watch our brothers and sisters, make sure they don't wander off paths. They aren't supposed to go down. And so we, we have invested in that from the very beginning. Before we ever started a church service, we started discipleship meetings. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, it's a big commitment. The thing that we're asking people to join right now, it takes six months. That's, nobody does that. <laughs> like, hey, you want to read your Bible and five times a week and show up for 90 minutes and journal? And, like, we've now seen 250 people go through that, which is insane. Awesome. Like, so good. And then kind of the third component is we believe God's called us to be generous. And so we're trying to be creative and find ways that we can become self-sustaining. So that tithe comes into the church and everything that's given doesn't go to pay us, doesn't go to pay for a building, doesn't, you know, whatever. It goes back into our community. And God's giving us partnerships and building the vision and opening the doors. And if we accomplish that, you know, when we're done 25 years from now, uh, we hand that off to a next generation, a debt-free church that's given away $60, $70 million to our community and launched other churches. Man, like we did something. Yeah. That'd be awesome. You know, and and I think people, even, even with COVID, people are so hungry to be seen as, as a person, mm-hmm. right? And, right? And a screen is fine, and, and but we we say it like this, like relationship wins the day. And if you invest in people and you fight for people, you You're there on their worst day and you're you get to celebrate on their best day like oh, you actually care about me, not my resources, not you know my platform like no, you are created in the image of the living God and you have immense value and whether you accomplish great things or you know in the world's view small things, we're here, and we want to do we want to do life together we want to journey with you and so that that's actually when we were Going through our masters, there's an incredible book called Life Together, hmm. and uh, it was written by Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and he was leading a seminary in the forest in Germany during World War II, training pastors, um, you know, and was in complete opposition to the German Empire and to the Reich, and, and yet he wrote this incredible book. Like, this is what it means to have authentic community, and that was that was a huge thing for me. I remember talking about that. Like, dude, what if we build a church that was based in relationship? You know, we don't just see each other on Sundays. We, we spend the majority of our time together and we invite others to join us on that. And so um, that was a really long answer. No, uh, it's, it's,
0: it's good. Yeah.
1: But I, I would say that's one of the things that has set us apart. And that's why we're growing. You know, we just actually just sat down and uh, did the numbers and we launched in September. We were averaging about 650 people. And again, numbers are numbers are numbers. Those are 650 individual people that matter, right? right. As of post-Easter, um, we're averaging about 950 to 1,000 people every, every weekend. Wow. And to see, you know, that's yeah. God's grace. And, and also I think people are buying into this vision of like, I need people. You Mm -hmm. know, I don't want to live in isolation because that's that's a terrible way to live. Right.
0: And And we we experienced a lot of that through COVID. Absolutely.
2: I think we saw the value of Mm -hmm. an online experience in COVID. Like that was uh, underdeveloped, particularly in the church. Right. That was an uh, underdeveloped vehicle for communicating and connecting. And so there was a lot of churches um, that that worked on that whole mm. side of things because mm-hmm. it was underdeveloped yeah on this side of it the, the farther we get away from sort of that pandemic kind of mindset uh we recognize that uh the limit there are limitations to our connectivity yep. uh online as well and so yeah you may be able to catch a service online or if you're on vacation or you're on a business trip or this side or the other and that's a really great way to stay in touch absolutely uh, but long-term like face-to-face, person-to-person relationship mm-hmm. really matters. Yeah, it's what there's people no substitute. really crave. right? You know, yeah. you, you just, yeah, you can't substitute that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's really powerful. Uh, I think it's more meaningful to people, even though they're probably thinking about it just on a subconscious level, it's more meaningful for people to actually be together physically, like uh, in that way mm-hmm. um, on a Sunday or in a small group or in right. over coffee or... Any number Mm -hmm. of ways that we gather together, it's even more valuable to people now that we've had an experience of being separated from one another, forced separation, you know? And so I remember just even uh, all all of us have experienced like family gatherings that were Mm. put on pause or uh, losses that we experienced Mm. that we couldn't be together with each other in that we just, there's a, a loneliness that set in during that time that people are coming out of, uh, and are are still in that process of kind of reengaging on some levels, but the hunger is so there that, uh, relationship wins the day all the time. Like that's, Mm -hmm. we're not, I don't know that we're like charting new territory in that. Hmm. I think we're reminding our people or the world around us, uh, that uh, how valuable relationship actually is. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not like it's something brand new, but it's something that kind of is, it gets lost very easily. Mm. It gets yeah. taken for granted really easily. Yeah. And so we're, we we want to call people back to family as we see a variety of cultural movements destroy mm. what family looks like or what it means, uh, and try to redefine in so many various ways. Like mm-hmm. it's so important for us to have a, a, a good solid understanding of what family really means. Yeah. And we think like Jesus really teaches us about that. Yeah. And you look at many many. Um, Christian movements, or even like the Jewish community prior to Jesus, Mm. like Old Testament kind of stuff. There's a variety of pieces that really teach us about what good, authentic community and relationship Mm. can really look like. Uh, If we'll pay attention, and if we'll practice, and if we'll give each other grace and Mm. love each other, like uh, uh, through all of that, through all the stumbles and the the kind of missteps, or the, the ways that we can kind of hurt each other, or step on each other's toes, we can love each other through those things. We can all learn and grow together uh, in a way that really honors God, but also is true to how God made us. That's right. And that's what we're all about,
0: yep. I think. Yep. And I think, like, Fargo is such a, a neat community, too, oh, yeah. of like it's a pretty mm-hmm. um, close knit yeah. or yeah. yeah, just encouraging community, too. Nice. So for it really you, resonates with that part yeah. of this.
2: Mm area for sure yeah Yeah. and you
0: guys like bringing something different and people are noticing that and wanting to be a part of that yeah yeah to be able to yeah yeah be a part of that movement yeah
2: i I think one of the things too he even mentioned it uh on easter it's one of my favorite (laughs) words
0: that he's ever spoken in front of people (laughs) it's
2: the church should be fun like yeah Yeah. we just don't we don't think like it should just be drudgery or boring right it's exciting to be in relationship with Jesus, yeah. uh, the, the ruler of the universe, the guy that made all of this. Right. Uh, it's exciting to be a, in relationship with him, and then be able to have have
0: fun, growing yeah. Yeah.
2: relationships with one another. Yeah, we could totally and have be a silly. Good time. Right. I mean, yeah.
0: like, you got any good dad jokes oh, today? Man. <laughs>
1: I mean, I haven't. I haven't gotten there. You know, the one I told on Sunday, I felt like was a pretty solid one. It so, was, Yeah. You know how do you uh, how do you get the attention of a farm girl?
2: How do you get the attention of a farm girl? A tractor. <laughs> you know
1: uh i have had some dad jokes that have bombed so so <laughs> yeah. bad i mean like wow
2: we test them out ahead of time right like we, we go through at least half a dozen to ten yep. before we're like, like okay no no moment. Moment. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: and and i must have a terrible sense of humor because i think they're hilarious All and of them. i'm like yeah. uh that no <laughs> nope, no that like so
0: do you know when a a joke becomes a dad joke? No. When it becomes a parent. Come on! <laughs> Just for you guys. My dad sent me that one yesterday. was so good. Oh. <laughs> is That's that a awesome. mom joke? Yeah. I, I, no, I, think, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, uh, I think
1: so. Yeah. That's amazing. But oh. okay,
0: so 40 weeks old to our yeah. church. Yeah. Um, challenges. Mm. Have there have no? been some challenges. Man. So I mean at first it was a, a risk. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh. So
0: any challenges that you can speak to? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: we don't have to talk about all of them. No. No, no, no.
1: Yeah. So
2: the, the very first one that comes to my mind is location. Mm. Yeah. Like location. We yeah. have consistently wrestled yep. with where to hold services, where to have small groups, how to do youth ministry and let just places to house all of those things. Yep. Like and yeah. God has been super faithful in helping us find those kind of nooks and crannies in different places to be able to to host those things, but yep. it has been a, a challenge for us to, yep. uh, on different occasions find.
0: Because did you know location. when you started, you're going to have a thousand people? No,
1: no idea. No, no, no idea. <laughs> like, oh man. So,
0: so it's you know, I can only think of like um, you're planning a wedding and right. you think like oh, I don't know, are we going to have fifty people? or Are we going to yeah. have five hundred people? That's, right. That's a totally different yes. venue. It is so a little bold. different. <laughs> yep, <exactly.
1: laughs> You know, I think being set up and tear down. So, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I pick up Stephen every Sunday morning between 545 and 6 and we go get a 26-foot trailer that's full of everything and uh, Mark, our worship pastor, is pulling another trailer with all the speakers and drums. And, you know, we have a whole community of people. I mean, it's it takes 70 to 80 people every Sunday to get all those things set up, have all the volunteers in place. I mean, that's, that's a challenge. Um, we... Uh,
2: especially in the winter time oh man (laughs) yeah yeah that's real (laughs)
1: oh like there were so many mornings we're standing out there trying to hook the trailer up just free you know like oh this is the worst what are we doing (laughs) uh and yeah yeah, our first truck was diesel and we had to tow it 13 times this last winter because the fuel kept gelling up and two times on Sundays, the truck wouldn't yeah, start. Yeah. And, you know, like it was so good. Like <laughs> these are the, these are the catalytic <laughs> moments that we're like, I guess we're in this, yeah. you know? And, uh, and I think with our growth, um, uh, with any new church, like the funding side is always a challenge. Mm-hmm. God was super generous and really helped us have a, an incredible base of people that believed in the dream, and. Um, but yeah, as we continue to grow and scale, like we've got to hire more people, and um, because we're a non-traditional church, uh, oftentimes we're getting we're calling people out of a career to come join us, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. And so there's a there's a whole different uh, where we kind of are like what you would consider like classically trained professional pastors, you know. Like that's not true of most of our team, mm-hmm. and which is actually beautiful. Yeah, awesome, uh, right? I, I love and. I'm so thankful because it's uh, when we look at th- what Jesus did, he called people out of non traditional. They were fishermen, you know, they were, they were not uh, the religiously trained people. They were yeah. very normal, everyday people that became faithful risk takers, yeah. you know, and said, Man, I want to be in because what this dude is doing is changing the world. And we get to be a little representation of that. We believe that God's called us to change Fargo-Moorhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so. And you guys are doing so. Well.
0: You are. working on it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I got to just brag on our team because, mm. like, any of the challenges that we have faced, our team <laughs> has been so solid. Yeah. Like, uh, man, so many weeks, so many bases that get covered or, like, yeah. challenges that pop up, uh, whether they're with different uh, issues in people's lives or they yeah. are just fundamental things like the internet's broken today yeah. <laughs> right yeah, the yeah interwebs aren't working <laughs> right you know like a million things like on more of the task or technical side and more of the people side that yeah our team just rises to the challenge They're all the time they are such good people yeah we love them so much man it's just such a gift uh, yeah. to be able to work with others in this like um to where it's not just the two of us doing this like there's it wouldn't be vision. working yeah, <laughs> totally, totally would, it totally would not. we would have like five people yep, like, <laughs> but our oh. team just multiplies yeah. uh, the impact that uh, any of us are able to have on our own yeah. and it's just it's special like, it I, is i've never been part of a team that has such cohesion yeah. uh, and and i have real love in their hearts for one another and it's really powerful it is
0: well, i think you guys have set the the stage for that too mm. To attract those people mm. and that culture, yeah. So give yourself a little more credit well. of like if it's just us too. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I, but I think that is like yeah, you know. Will be loved. You know, I, you know, you wear your hearts in your sleeve. Like I know mm. who you are. Yeah. You know when yeah. you walk in this room, mm. or you know when you just look at your faces, mm. you know you just have this presence about you too, mm. um, and so like you are where you are supposed to be yeah. doing the things you guys are supposed to be doing Absolutely. and those people are coming along. Yeah.
1: And um, what a gift.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean so much grace in that. Yeah. Right. So what yeah. is your like favorite part of mm. of your job? Job. <sighs> I don't know if you <laughs> <laughs> Is it um, wearing the shoes on Sunday? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That You got you guys got Good shoe collections. Thank you, yeah. I was thank you. Say, the nicest pastor's shoes I've ever
2: seen okay, okay. Of <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, uh, so uh, just a quick story. I, uh, my mom and dad were awesome growing up, but we didn't have money to buy. Uh, you know, I got one pair of shoes until I was older. Uh, once I started playing sports, but I got one pair of shoes for the year. And when I got old enough to afford my own, uh, I started building a little bit of a collection. And uh, you know, I love shoes. Uh, <laughs> Steven always has some super awesome swag shoes that you're rocking and you're kind of a Jordan's guy. I, I am a Jordan's I'm kind guy. Kind of a yep. van's guy. Yep. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. kinda yep. that's kinda how it works. Yep. But um So thanks to wearing the green hey, for my green shirt. Yeah, I mean yeah. maybe that's the memo. Yeah,
0: color coordination. <laughs> got oh, <man>. it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed
1: it. Um but favorite part of my job. Uh two weeks ago, um, I got to sit in a service and it was the first whole service I'd sat through. And I got to listen to Stephen preach. And we just got done uh, sitting with Mark. And Mark's going to be preaching here upcoming. And to get to see the dream be expressed through different people is like, i that's the favorite part. Awesome. To get it, you know, and even even our interactions, you know, the, as we dream together about how we can utilize some of everybody's giftings, because Mm -hmm. God has created specific plans for every purpose. That's Ephesians 2.10. Before the foundation of the earth, God created good things for you to do. And I believe that about everyone. And how do we take that calling that God's put in your life, in my life, in your life, and, and allow that to flourish so that other people find hope? And when we get to do that, good like i'm for (laughs) that all day every day you know like dang what an honor to get a fight for people that they understand how valuable and how amazing they are and so that's it and i think i'll I'll add this this is the one caveat uh we get to be us right and um that is a gift Mm -hmm. in and of itself that I I don't know I can even fully express yet but it is uh, I
2: think everybody knows what it's like to be in a job where you kind of don't quite fit or you have to you're pushed into a certain mold or you have some pressures with the the culture of the company that you work for things like that Mm -hmm. this is a place where we get to define the culture instead of be defined by the variety of things that are going on around us and so uh, yeah that's fun Yeah. yeah so
0: well, I think other people feel free to be themselves mm-hmm. also. Sure. So the yeah, culture there, sure too, so. of yeah. a culture of you're welcome. Yeah, um, yes. You know. yep. yep. How about you? You have a favorite, favorite I parody? love
2: getting the opportunity to sit down uh, with people one-on-one or with a, as a couple or that just a mm-hmm. small group of folks and to be able to just talk through what God is doing in their life uh, and kind of cool. approach, like, join them wherever they are and just help them. Take whatever that next step is, uh, whatever it looks like, or ask the right question, or mm-hmm. help like reframe a situation, or just yeah. kind of sit with them in the grief if that's mm-hmm. where they're at, or mm-hmm. just to be with uh, with a group of people or a family uh, uh, or an individual like that is super special to me. I uh, I love that. I can I've got energy for that like all day <laughs> yeah. long. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I get to do that really regularly. And, yeah, awesome. and This work that we're doing, I it, it's such an honor to be able to be able to sit in those places with people because not everybody gets to do that all the time with folks. Um, they may do it once in a while, or here or there, mm. as God invites them to impact uh, the world where they live, work, and play. Is mm-hmm. what yeah. Say. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. but I get to do that all the time, mm. or like as part of right. the work that I'm doing fully in the world and. That is so special to me. Uh, it's a real honor to be able yeah. to join families like that.
0: Awesome. So, yep. Awesome. So good. Mm. So, you know, people that you know, you guys are clearly making a difference. Mm. You're making an impact in a, in a great way. Um, and others that maybe want to yeah. do something, they want to get involved, they want yep. to mm. do so- make a difference in the community, make an impact. You know, what would be like a piece of advice? Mm. You know, whether it's, yeah, them starting a company, starting sure. a church.
1: Sure. You know, I think uh, we are so quick to give up on our dreams. Hmm. And... Um, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, uh, you could probably finish a sentence. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I just think, gosh, God has uniquely wired every one of us to do something. Mm-hmm. And, man, like... Um, sometimes the timeline doesn't look like what we anticipate it to, to look like, right? It might take 20 right. years. Uh, and, and frankly, if you're going to build something sustainable, oftentimes you have to have the maturity to carry the weight of the thing that God wants to give you. And that means you're going to have to grow up, right? And so yeah. um, I think if people have a dream, they need to work on their own character. They need to... Spend time, and then, and then put the dream down on paper, right? Like, I mean, just write it down, and then start sharing it. Start inviting people into it, and, and, and then fight for the dream. Don't give up. Like, uh, I believe, so, yeah, there are more people for you than there are against you, but it is the loudest voices oftentimes are the mm. people that are going to be dissenting, right? right. They're going to say, "Oh, that's terrible, that's dumb." Like, man, go after it. Mm-hmm. You know, and you might fail a couple times, but mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to remember who said the quote. Like, uh, it, it anyway. You j- the more failure you have, as long as you can stand on top of it, it's only going to build you and give you the opportunity to keep growing. And you don't know until you take the risk, mm-hmm. right? You know, you got to lean out over the edge, and uh, we, we always talk about Indiana Jones <laughs> and, and the Temple <laughs> of Doom, yeah. and and what's the bridge well, called? The, the or last what? crusade the last crusade sorry yeah, yeah the, not the, the
2: leap from the lion's head
1: there you go oh. yeah Where he just takes the big yep. step yeah and... temple of doom is kalima yeah. that's <laughs> totally different <laughs> never... sorry, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is way uh, off on that one <laughs> but it is like it's that we're are we going to lean out are we going to go for it or we have to have a plan we have to you know Golly, like we've found so many helpful tools in this last season, like traction and using, you know, the EOS system and setting tangible goals and having accountability. All those things are super important. But if you can get your culture right and you can get the dream uh, quickly translatable to other people and they can buy in. Now we're now we're going right. And that's that's what I would encourage people to do. Yeah. So and don't be afraid to be passionate. Right. Yeah. Passion's good. yeah. Yeah. Yeah so yep how about you, you
0: Stephen? yeah oh, that's good mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i'd mm. say like
2: uh it, as you were talking particularly because you and i are pretty different mm. people on some levels and so yeah. like uh mike is more of the dreamer mm. he, he's like if we were on a cattle drive mike would be the guy scouting in front and he'd be like over here guys over here like he'd be kind of directing people that way I'd be the guy that's more like, "Hey, there's a cow giving birth over here, so I'm going to be the one that's going to help gonna deliver take care the bit. baby." Yeah, yeah. like, let's. <laughs> yep. I'll join you in a minute. You know, we'll yeah. make sure that these guys don't get lost along the way. And
0: so, yeah. like, so kind of like the kite and um, the string. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like whoa! Not, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. So, like, not not everybody
2: has to be like yeah. an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, like, we need really good Christian entrepreneurs in the world right. Like, right. who are able to. To stick their neck out, so to speak, or like take that <laughs> risk or jump uh, when when God asked them to. Uh, that's yeah. so valuable. And I think there's a lot of people that connect with Mike because he's he is that kind of person. He's entrepreneurial mm-hmm. in his mindset. And then there's others who need to join somebody's mission. Yeah. Like they they need to be sort of like the, the shaft behind the spearhead, you know, Ooh. whereas Mike is like more of that spearhead. There are a bunch of us that have lined up behind him to be the shaft that really brings... Um, the the power yeah. to uh, the piercing that he would sure. do in the world, you know? And so, like, um, it it takes a whole team. It, God didn't create just one type of person. No. Right. And so you have to really, like, know yourself well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more you can investigate mm-hmm. the ways God's made you uh, or... And particularly the broken pieces of your story, because Mm. uh, we've heard lots of times from various (laughs) authors, and we've said this multiple times, like, your pain can become your platform. That's not invented by us. That was somebody else that said that. But yeah, like, there are many times when the brokenness that you've experienced in the world can become a vehicle for the good thing that God wants to do through you, Mm -hmm. you know? And so uh, a lot of times it's like, where's the pain? And that's the place to go uh, for the way forward. And yeah. that can be hard, it but can. you, you have to, you, you don't necessarily want to make that a solo mission. Like mm-hmm. that's something you have to invite as uncomfortable as it is, invite other people into, Yeah. but not everybody yeah. needs to be cut from that same mold. And, <laughs> but everybody needs to take a risk in the way that God's designed them yeah. to take that risk. Yep. Yeah, that's and good. So that's really good. To, to be unafraid to take the next step that you should take really means that you know God and you know yourself really well so that mm-hmm. you understand what that good work is that he has designed you for?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Awesome. You guys are so good. You're so good. <laughs> We're so honored to be here. I just, with I you. just love it. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, just it's so encouraging and inspiring the story, wow. and thank you. Cool to see it unfold. And yeah, it's fun. Okay. So thank you for nice being part of it. Of it. Thank so, you. so good. Um, thank you guys for being here, joining me for New Day oh, with Ashley. We are honored. Is, Absolutely. I'm so glad funny. you guys. Coordinated, you know, that just like (laughs) warms my heart. No, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I just appreciate everything you guys have shared Mm. and the people that you are. Mm. So, thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Yeah, and thanks for inviting us. Yeah, and thank you for the way that you bring light, Ashley. You are always a gift to people. So, thank you.
0: Wow. What a great episode. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always so inspiring sharing these stories and make sure to follow New Day with Ashley and KFGO on all social medias. The links are in the description. I'll see you in the next episode.